Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP gives her father a PowerPoint presentation about why she hates his guts. Am I the butthole for responding to my father's request for a relationship with a detailed PowerPoint on why he'll never be forgiven? Oh man, this should be good. I'm a 24-year-old woman, and my mom died when I was 7 from leukemia. I have very few memories of her from before she was sick, and I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her in her last year. But she was an artist, and until she couldn't anymore, she would make me little collages when she was in the hospital with drawings and photos and messages for me. My grandmother put them all into a book for me after she died. I wanted to be like my mom, and my counselor thought that it would help. So I started a journal where I would do kind of a similar thing, and I've done at least one page a week all these years ever since my mom died. I do more pages when I miss her, or when I have something hard going on. So, I have kind of a unique record of my mental state over the last 16 years. My father remarried when I was 9. My stepmother really leaned hard into the, I'm your mother now, and my father didn't stop her. Things improved when they had my half-brother because she basically forgot about me then. Unfortunately, my stepbrother got cancer when he was 3. And I pretty much ceased to exist for my father because he was either working or gone with my brother and I spent all of my teen years mostly at home or with my grandparents. The mantra was that my brother needed to be the focus because he might die, so I needed to not be selfish since I was healthy. I stopped trying to talk to my father when I was 16 and it was a dark time. I moved out when I was 18 and cut them off completely. My grandparents let me know that my brother died a couple of years ago, but respected my desire to remain no contact with my father. He recently reached out to them because he wants to see me and talk. I went through my old journals and made him a PowerPoint with images of the entries where I had talked about being frustrated and feeling abandoned and unwanted. Some with literal quotes of things that my dad had said to me during arguments. Even the really dark stuff from when I was seriously depressed. Then, I ended it with a photo of one of my mom's collages where she had written, Remember that your dad and I are always here for you. And I wrote, You failed. Go away. Underneath. I felt like him being able to see it from my literal perspective would communicate why I don't want him back better than I could. Evidently, it worked. But a little too well because I've been bombarded by family telling me that it's understandable that I don't want to see him. But what I sent gutted him and he's completely fallen apart after reading through it and it was unnecessarily cruel. Oh my god. These people. Maybe it was. I know my bar for that kind of thing is weird sometimes. So am I the butthole? Okay, so apparently it's totally fine to abandon your literal child for like, what, eight years or something? But sending a mean PowerPoint, that's going way too far, OP. How could you be so mean to someone who completely abandoned you throughout your childhood? OP, you called your dad a failure because he literally is a failure as a parent. I mean, I guess he's not a failure to the stepbrother, but clearly he's a failure to you, OP. And the fact that he first abandoned OP for the stepbrother, then after the stepbrother dies, he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll go with my second best child and then try to rekindle a relationship. Man, the message that sends to OP is so awful. OP, personally, I'm glad that your PowerPoint devastated him because he deserves it. And all those family members who were bombarding you with messages, like, where were they when your father abandoned you? Were they bombarding him with messages saying how bad of a person he was? My guess is no. 
OP, you get a rock solid zero out of five buttholes. I mean, I'm not going to make a PowerPoint presentation telling you why you're not the butthole, but hey, you get a YouTube video telling you why you're not the butthole. I'm giving your dad four out of five buttholes, and I'm giving the family who supports him three out of five buttholes. Your grandparents, on the other hand, get zero out of five buttholes. Their behavior here is exemplary. Am I the butthole for eating my husband's entire birthday cake by myself? I'll preface this by saying that my husband's family and I do not get along, like, at all. We're rarely ever on good terms, and for my mental health, I decided to put distance between us. Especially after I was blamed for my most recent miscarriage, which happened three months ago. My husband can still see and visit them whenever he wants. For me, I don't attend any of their events, not even Thanksgiving or Christmas. My husband's 30th birthday was two days ago, and I planned to celebrate with him. I bought him a cake and a gift, but he said that his family invited him to celebrate his birthday, and he really, really, really wanted to go because the birthday parties his family throw are like no others. We had an argument over this, but he told me to wait for him until he finished celebrating there with his family, then we could celebrate together at home and eat cake. After he left, I felt so terrible. I called him, but he turned his phone off. I was so mad that I took the cake, brought it to the living room, and started eating it. I ate the whole thing, not saving him a single piece. I guess I was so angry that it made me hungry. He came home, saw what I did, and blew up, saying that I did this to spite him and to punish him for not ditching his family on his birthday like I wanted him to. I reminded him that I paid for the cake, but he called me petty and nuts. He ranted and ranted, then said that he didn't get to eat cake at his parents' house because lots of kids were there, and he didn't get enough cake, and what I did was ten times worse. He's been upset with me ever since. Am I the butthole? Hey, uh, just throwing this out there, if someone told my wife that she's to blame for her miscarriage, then I would stop talking to that person. I don't care if they're a stranger, a friend, family, what. If they said something so cruel and harsh to my wife, I'd, I'd stop talking to them. But this guy doesn't just talk to them. He goes and parties with them. I guess that's just um, how he shows respect to his wife. I, I mean, I will agree that what you did was petty and kind of funny, eating an entire cake out of spite. But yeah, actually, it's deserved. He deserves to be punished. You deserve to be spiteful because what he did is sucky. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your husband 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for how I fought my boyfriend's medical bill by going too far? My boyfriend had to go to the emergency room after an accident, and he got a truly ridiculous bill back. I offered to fight the bill for him because I've done it before, and he said sure. I went all out because, honestly, if we're out 5 grand after insurance, that would mess up my holiday plans pretty bad. So, I had him call the hospital and authorized me to handle his bill and access his medical records. I got an itemized bill and compared the prices for each code to the fair prices. I called billing to dispute the bill, but I was told that billing only collects bills and I need to contact admin to dispute. I bounced around a call center for hours trying to get someone who was actually qualified for bill disputes, getting nowhere. I did Google and LinkedIn searches for the hospital board of directors and upper management. I got 30 emails of the most influential people at the hospital, plus the hospital's investors. Every day I would send a few emails, working my way up the chain and writing an increasingly long email describing how they billed this client at 7 times over the fair price for services rendered, and how their billing department, customer service department, and growing list of management I'd emailed had failed to address the issue. 
I escalated the emails until I was writing the director-level staff with the entire board of directors and a number of outside investors CC'd, asking for a written statement explaining why they billed us at seven times higher than national average for commensurate services to what's available at other hospitals. Also, I sternly laid out their failures to appropriately respond at every level of the company. Well, once I'd done all that, which was honestly only like 15 minutes a day, they reduced the bill from $5,000 to $26. Yep, 26 effing dollars. Well, I told my boyfriend the good news, and he was at first overjoyed and blown away, like literally jumping up and down and hugging me and saying I was literally a Christmas miracle. But when he asked me how I did it, I said that it wasn't too hard. I just had to send out a couple of emails each day. He was curious what I'd said, and I handed him my phone. He started to get stressed, flipping back through the other emails, which there were like 60 of. He told me that I went way too far, that he was expecting me to dispute through their billing department or something normal and reasonable like that. Not internet stalk every single manager and board member and investor and harass them into dropping the bill. I was frustrated because I had just saved us five grand and I actually made it possible for us to afford a nice Christmas and save some money. And he was mad at me because I was a bit of a hard ass. I was furious and he was also mad at me saying that he authorized me to dispute a bill, not basically threaten and harass a whole damn hospital for weeks. So am I the butthole for how I got my boyfriend's medical bills dropped? I don't know why you guys got to fight about this. If your boyfriend is honestly so upset about your methods, then why doesn't he just give the money back, right? I mean, he can write an apology letter to the hospital saying, I'm so, so sorry about my terrible girlfriend who's fighting on my behalf and who saved us a bunch of money. Here, I want to give you this money back because you didn't deserve to be harassed. Never mind that the hospital billed you at seven times the national rate. OP, what you did here was awesome. If your boyfriend can't see that, then he's an idiot who doesn't deserve you. I have to wonder, OP, did you just stumble onto like some kind of side hustle or even like mainstream business? Because over the course of one week, you worked for 15 minutes and you got the bill reduced from $5,000 to $26. If you take like a, I don't know, like a 20% cut, that's $1,000. Maybe you could make some money doing this because clearly you're very good at it. Anyways, OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving the hospital 2 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving your boyfriend 1 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for banishing my teenage daughter's friend from our house because she made fun of my weight? I'm a 37-year-old woman who has two kids with my husband, a 14-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son. Our daughter has always been a little socially awkward, to the point that we've had her tested since we suspected her of being on the spectrum. Turns out that she's not on the spectrum. She's just a natural introvert. However, this year in school, we were thrilled when our daughter made a new friend that's her age since she struggles in this area. My daughter recently invited her new friend over, with our approval, to have dinner at our house and spend the night. So, my daughter's friend came over. My husband is usually the cook in the family, and this night was no exception. He made us all a really nice meal. During the meal, I asked my daughter's friend, are you enjoying the food? And she responded, Yes, your husband is a great cook. No wonder you've ended up as a bigger woman. The room got quiet for several moments. My husband tried to laugh it off and change the subject, but I was not having it. This girl had just leveled a completely uncalled for insult at me. My daughter's friend seemed to realize that she'd messed up, but she didn't say anything else. 
We finished an awkward dinner in mostly silence, and my daughter's friend did stay the night. This was a couple of months ago. Recently, my daughter asked if she could have her friend back over, and I said, sure, if she's going to apologize to me. When our daughter asked what I meant, I reminded her of what she said. My daughter responded that it was over and that she didn't want to bring it up again. She then asked her father. He said sure, but my daughter told him what I'd said. My husband came to me and said, Our daughter's friend just felt awkward and tried to make a joke. It didn't land. For the sake of our daughter, can't you just let it go? Yes, I could, but the thing is I just want an apology from the girl. I need to see that she understands how rude she was before I can get on board with her and my daughter hanging out again. My husband says that I'm being weird for insisting on an apology from a 14-year-old, especially since that girl is a good friend of our daughter. I think it's weird that I'm still waiting for an apology from that same girl. Seriously, that's all I need. I just need to know that any friend of my daughter is willing to own up to her screw-ups. Oh, man. Okay, so... In high school, it's pretty common for kids to find other kids who are like them and become friends. Maybe the reason why your daughter is friends with this other girl is because they're both socially awkward. I mean, come on, OP, she's 14. She didn't say it to be mean. She said it because she was trying to be funny and she instantly realized that she made a mistake and she got embarrassed by it and she didn't really know how to handle the situation because, well, she's 14. Of course she doesn't know how to handle an awkward situation like that. Lots of adults don't even know how to handle situations like that. And your response to that mistake, OP, is to put your pride over your daughter's happiness. If my daughter literally only had one friend on the entire planet, I would be bending over backwards to accommodate that friend. Because what's the alternative? My daughter goes through her teenage years with zero friends. But OP's got her feelings hurt, and that's something that she just can't let go of. Get over yourself, OP. Stop putting your ego first and start putting your daughter first. I'm giving the friend 0.5 out of 5 buttholes. Because, yes, what she said was inappropriate, and she does owe an apology to OP. However, I'm giving OP 2 out of 5 buttholes. Because ruining your daughter's friendship over your pride is not the behavior of a good parent. OP, what you should have done was just turn that into a really simple, teachable moment. Be like, hey, I know you're probably trying to be funny, but that was rude and I'd like you to apologize. And she probably would have said, I'm sorry. And then you just move on instead of holding a grudge against a 14-year-old. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting Karen vibes from OP in this post. Maybe what you should do, OP, is call your daughter's friend's manager, as in her parents, and yell at them for an apology. Am I the butthole for leaving a fake positive pregnancy test in the bathroom to catch my husband's mom snooping? My mother-in-law moved in with us a month ago. I began to notice my stuff in the bedroom had been touched, furniture rearranged, stuff moved, etc. I felt like I was going crazy because my husband's the only one who has access to the bedroom and he doesn't usually touch or come near my things. I figured that it must be his mom walking in and snooping on my personal things. I told my husband, and he said that his mom would never do that. I had a huge hunch, but I couldn't install a camera in the bedroom to catch her in the act. So instead, I got one of those fake positive pregnancy tests and threw it in the bedroom's trash can. Literally the next day after I got to work, I got tons of calls and texts from my in-laws congratulating me for my pregnancy. My husband came to my workplace and was all worked up about it asking when I got pregnant and why I didn't tell him. 
I asked him how he found out, and he said that his mom found the pregnancy test in the trash can in the bedroom. I asked my husband if his answer just confirmed that she had been snooping in the bedroom all along. He had a realization moment, but demanded that we stick to the bigger issue. I said there was no bigger issue because the positive test was fake and this whole thing was done to expose my mother-in-law's snooping. My husband wasn't convinced. He had me take an actual test right in front of him. He was livid, asking how could I lie about such a thing and break his mom's heart since I know very well that she longs for kids. I got a lot of flack from him because of this, and his mom and family now are calling me a liar and manipulator. Am I the butthole? OP, I think the simple solution here is to lock your bedroom door to keep your mother-in-law and your husband out of the bedroom. If your mother-in-law is going to snoop through your stuff, then she has no business living in your home. And if your husband isn't going to have your back as his mother-in-law snoops through your home, then he doesn't deserve to be in your home either. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your husband and your mother-in-law 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Like, even if you were pregnant, that would mean that she still snooped through your things and that she broke news of your pregnancy to the rest of the family when you weren't ready to do it. That's your news to share. That's your husband's news to share, not hers. So, like, even in the best case scenario, your mother-in-law is still toxic. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.